I'm Deva Flowers. And I'm Chief Bob Vasquez. Welcome to Creating Leaders of Character. Our purpose in creating this podcast is to help you empower yourself as a leader. Specifically as a leader of character. Deva and I come from two very different times. You might consider me an old school kind of leader. And I'm what might be considered an emerging leader. As different as our perspectives may be, we both agree that leading with character is important these days. Actually, it's always been important. Now, it may even be critical. Throughout this podcast, we'll share our perspectives, not to convince you to think like either of us, but to help you develop your own perspectives and apply them to make you a better leader. A leader of character. This podcast is powered by the Institute for Leadership and Strategic Foresight. Well, hello, Mother Deva. How are you? Hi. Sratvoita. Rivet. Aloha. Sure. Okay. Buju. I don't know Swedish. I wanted to say something in Swedish. I I don't know why. I don't know it. I'm doing great. How are you? Well, now that I'm trying to figure out all what you just said, I guess I'm doing pretty darn good. It's all hello. But honestly, I should have just said Sratvoita because that means hello to formal, formal hello in Russian. Okay. Maybe it's like hi, and then okay. uh, you're the yeah. chief, so I can't I can't just say hi. Okay. You know. Yeah. 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 And and anyway. Buju is uh, uh, a Native American salutation from uh, mm-hmm. I think uh, uh, Odawa. I think it's Odawa, uh, my mm. friend. And you, I think you know him. Yeah. You, I know you've read him. DJ Vanis uh, taught me that uh, Buju. So it's a uh, that's how we we say hello to each other. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, that was a, a free lesson. Um, if you wanted <laughs> to learn about different languages, and I That's think why I you're told really you, here. I, I I know uh, my whole Russian vocabulary is dasvadanya, and das I know that's kind of like bye. So I don't know why I don't know how to say hello, but bye is good sometimes. I've got stories about uh, Russians, good <laughs> stories, good stories. Okay, okay, good. <laughs> that's good. Anyway, yeah, I don't have to take my Russian class anymore. That's good. You're done so. with that, huh? Yeah, Horosho, okay. Ochen Horosho. It means yeah. very good. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> you're getting close to graduating uh, May? Yeah. In think. May. I'm super excited. It's going to be great. Uh, yeah. I, I've i never, I don't remember a time where I wasn't in school. So we'll see how yeah. this yeah. new season feels. Yeah. Well, as we were talking before we started the podcast, you know, the idea of having a degree, having education is knowing, but the measure of knowing is doing to mm-hmm. know, but not to do, is not to know, you know, and that's the the third part of this process that we've been talking about, this character identity discovery process. Uh, if, if you remember the, what several episodes back, we talked about the first one, which was I can, and that's the self-efficacy part that I, I, I can, so I, I can't, then I, uh, because I am able to. And then the next part was uh, I will, and that has to do with discipline, you know, actually uh, commitment, which is not necessarily the best way to measure anything, really, because it's got to be the doing, you know, you can commit to something and never do anything. Politicians say that all the time, you know, yeah, we're, we're committed to this and they nothing happens. Mm. So the, this part that, that I want to get into uh, today is about doing, which is sometimes uh, the difficult thing, you know, we, we know what we should do. 
uh, we don't, you know. And when we're talking about character in particular, there used to be, and I think it's still on a uh, series with John Quinones called "What Would You Do?" a TV series. I don't know if mm. you ever saw it. And uh, what he would do is uh, set up this scenario where, like, on the streets of New York, uh, a, a person is getting beat up, and you come by. What do you do? Do mm -hmm. you do anything about it, or you just let it go? And uh, and, and in the show, gosh, 80 percent of the people would just let it go. You know, let the guy get yeah. beat up, which I I can understand. It, there's fear in trying to help and getting hurt yourself, you know, and risk. But at the same time, do you allow that? Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. And, and you yeah. know, I, I served 50 years in the United States Air Force, so I'm trained not to let that happen. We have, uh, I, I live in a, a, a real nice neighborhood, but it's not really a neighborhood. The houses are, are, are spread out. And we have kids that are dropped off uh, for, uh, and picked up to go to school and, uh, after school. And I'm always watching them. And I've told their parents, no one will mess with them as long as I can see them because I know mm -hmm. who the parents are. But if someone co comes around and tries to mess with them, I'm out there. And as old as I am, I can get out there pretty quickly because I'm, I'm gonna <laughs> Good job. Yeah, that, that's, I think, to me, that's my character. I'm willing to do that. Honorable. Now. Yeah, so it's... Uh, uh, but there, you know, again, the measure is if it ever happens, and God forbid, I hope it doesn't ever happen, not for me, but for them. But uh, but anyway, wait, what's your take, you youngster? You you all, you all just let things happen, mm -hmm. right? I honestly think so. Um, there's a time that I'm thinking of. Uh, I've actually been told not to kind of stick my head out as far as trying to help other people out. Um, I was a sophomore in high school, and it makes sense, I think. I mean, if you if you prescribed by traditional gender roles you know women in general have been told by their fathers don't try and help somebody that's getting beaten up um i know if my husband saw that happen i would hope that he would try to intervene even though i love him and i don't want him to get hurt um anyways i was a sophomore in high school and i was at a, a fast food place with a friend and someone who looked our age asked if we can give him a ride home and um and i I was kind of a wild child. I mean, I didn't really think anything of it. I, I, I honestly, I, I kind of regret the decision, but nothing wrong happened necessarily. And I got home and I said, dad, I did this thing. I, I helped somebody out. And he said he could have had a gun and he could have pointed it to your head and made you drive wherever he wanted to. And I never forgot that. And cause I, I really do think I have a heart that wants to help everybody. And, and my husband and best friend were just talking about the same scenario where there was a, a woman in a gas station that was asking uh, my husband's best friend for a ride. And he was so conflicted because all he wanted to do was, was help, but she wasn't very presentable. She was probably homeless. And um, I mean, he had the same story, you know, he could, she could have taken over the car somehow, or he thought about putting her in the back of the truck or whatever, but it's just such a, such a confusing topic. So if I think what we're talking about is knowing what's right is is the first step and and that's a little difficult especially when it comes to some of these more confusing issues yeah so. well in, in in our character it's and i know we've talked about this before deva it, it, you know it the the and again we we measure our character we measure our integrity we measure all of that stuff by the things that we do or we don't do you know and if we want to be people of character we want to be leaders of character we at least have at least have to consider doing it you know and not letting something uh, wrong happen but uh, but at the same time you know there especially uh, these days there's so much risk you know it's uh, 
it's crazy. Uh, you, you, I, I don't go out anymore. I haven't been out in 20 years, you know. But, uh, mm. I go out the, when I go out. In fact, the, tomorrow night I'm going to one of my protégés' retirement uh, dinners, and uh, you know, I go there straight there, and you know, yeah. they're young still in their 40s and all that, and they'll go have beers and cigars and all that kind of stuff afterwards. And now, thank you, I, I'm on my way home. You know, Deb expects yeah. me to be home and. Uh, I don't need that anymore. So, and, and I guess that comes with age, you know, when you're younger, you, you risk more, but, uh, but still, uh, if, you know, my daughters, one's 42 and one's 38. And when they go out, I always worry. And mm -hmm. especially with the, uh, not especially, and when they have their kids with them, that nothing crazy happens, you know, and uh, yeah. Tessa, my oldest loves to go to the um, uh, Colorado state fair every summer and there's thousands of people there, you know, and that's in Puebla, which is not a good part of, of the state, I don't think. And uh, I always uh, worry that something could happen to them. And, and stuff has happened to them, not terribly bad, but stuff that, uh, you know, I'd rather just stay away from it, you know. But um, yeah. But anyway, this idea of doing uh, that, we're, we're, we're taking it out of the context that uh, that I wanted to get into, really. Uh, but but you started it and that's the way it happened. You, you started and then we uh, well, here, the, uh, here, I am not going to use my Russian. I'll bring it back to the beginning. <laughs> okay. And I am, I am, uh, I, I know Russian now, but in a year I won't. And that's because I'm not doing it. Yes, <laughs> okay. I don't have any Russian friends. Um, so even if I know Russian now, the, the you know, I'm, I don't think I could call myself a Russian speaker because I'm not actively doing it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So. That, yeah. I don't think you'll forget it. You just won't practice it very much. Yeah, no, yeah. no, I won't. Well, <laughs> let's, uh, let's put it back into the character development, uh, concept or context. We want to develop our character. We say that I can, uh, self-efficacy, I, I can do it. Uh, I will do it. I have the, I made, I've made the commitment now. I got to do it, you know, and, and when we talk about integrity, character, I'm not talking about lie, just, just lying or not lying and being honest and all that kind of stuff. I'm talking about having the character to, for instance, I've had a lot of conversations lately with people who say, yeah, I should be working out more regularly. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, why not? Why aren't you? And there's all, those are excuses, you know, uh, because of this, this and that and that. Um, I think uh, if you want to develop your character, and especially to, to until it becomes your identity, you do that. And I okay, go ahead, pat me on the back. Okay, you can't do that, but then <laughs> pretend you can. Uh, the last two years that I've been retired, it's now it's pretty much a habit. Uh, yeah. I take the you know I'm up at you know I'm up at zero three hundred, and uh, I do my praying and my writing and my reading and all that kind of stuff. But at five o'clock, uh, I send my emails to all my grandkids and my uh, my son-in-law wishing them a good day. And then I come in here and, and start working out, you know, for about an hour and a half. So now it's just, if I don't do it now, it feels weird. You know, and sometimes yeah. I, I can't do it because I've got an appointment or something. Uh, but, but I think that's part of my character identity that I do that. And, and I, I know we've had this conversation uh, before, but if I don't take care of this, who's going to take care of this? And if I can't mm -hmm. be, you know, you, you can't take care, you can't give what you do not have. I can't yeah. help others if I haven't helped myself. Again, the mental part, reading, I send notes every, pretty much every day of, wow, I just read this and think about this, you know? And um, so that, you know, that's how I do it. Uh, I, I, and I think you were starting to do that a couple of weeks ago. You and, and Jacob were starting to get up early in the morning and go work out. Mm -hmm. Are you continuing? You said you were going to. Yeah, yeah uh, I am actually. And we're doing calisthenics at home, uh, actually, is the first thing that we're doing. Uh, I'm doing a little bit more yoga. 
we did get kind of upset yesterday because we tried to go to a gym, tried to go to Gold's gym, and we got super excited because we thought, oh, this is the perfect place. We'll get a membership and start going in the evenings as well. But they don't allow kids. It's a liability. And so I told the guys, so you just want all moms to get fat? And they were like, no, no, I'm sorry. And I was like, no, it's fine. I understand. But <laughs> and we were we were super excited about that. But um, yeah, we we've made it a big habit almost to the point where it's it's caused uh, friction between Jacob and I trying to actually find out what time works best for us. Yeah. So he'll say, we have to, we have to wake up early every morning and then I'll have a late night with the baby and or something. And then I'll say, I have to, we should work out this evening. And he says, I'm tired from work. Yeah. Um, anyways, and it, it all makes sense, but, uh, it, what the, the real test of time is whenever you're tired and the day is almost over and you say, we haven't worked out today, which has happened a few times. Let's do just something. Let's do a right. video or, or something. And, and uh, I think that's where your character really strives to show if you're, if you're dedicated to that specific yeah. thing or not. Yeah. And um, there are endless excuses, especially when you're asleep uh, <laughs> and you're trying to wake up and, uh, and, and I'll say, I'll kick him and I'll say, Jacob, it's time to, it's time to go. It's time to get up. And, yeah. and you know, the only one he hasn't used is I'm sick. And he's like, you, you know, I didn't get a lot of sleep. Oh, I slept so bad last night or, or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, well, it, it, to me, and I'm not an expert at this, uh, but I know what works for me is, is sometimes, sometimes, you know, uh, like my normal routine is I do this, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, six days a week. But there are mm -hmm. some days that I wake up and and I've developed migraines. Uh, I don't know mm. why I get these things, and my uh, docs are trying to figure it out. But um, they even did a, a brain scan a couple months ago, and um, thank goodness they found one. They found it's, a brain. It, yeah, it's oh, not, I've been it's wondering. Not, it's a little here. one. It's a little one, kind of like a dinosaur <laughs> one, but but it's there. And, it's um, cute. cute <laughs> but but anyway, there are some days, uh, and of course I've. I'm a little older than you. Uh, some days I just, I can't, I don't, it's not there. You know, I, I can't, I don't have the capacity yeah. to work out. Uh, but you're right. If I, if, if nothing else, what I'll normally do is uh, come in here to my gym and get on the treadmill and just walk a little bit. You know, the idea, my intent is to uh, do a lot of cardio. You know, I'm not, I'm already too, too bulky as it is, you know? Yeah. So I, what I'm trying to do is just, uh, it's for more, more for longevity. Uh, Marky yeah. Mark is into that. If you remember who Marky Mark is, Mark Wahlberg. And um, so anyway, a little bit is better than nothing, as you said, but sometimes, you know, and I think I've known a lot of people that beat themselves up for not doing it so much that they don't do it at all. You yeah. know, they they've eventually give up. They say, oh, I'm not doing it. You know, I can't do this because I have, I, I, can't, I don't sleep well. And then uh, I'm uh, worried about getting up in the morning to exercise. So I don't sleep well. So it becomes a, a negative spiral, you know, and, and that's not good. Uh, so do what you can. And during the day now, you, I don't know how it is in, in Texas, but if it's warm enough, just take a walk. You know, I, yeah. my, uh, my daughter, Tess, uh, granddaughter, Nieves, whom you remind me of a lot, and she's the same mm -hmm. age as you are, has a, a pit bull. And uh, when she can, because the weather is so crazy out here, uh, but when mm -hmm. she can, she takes him out for a walk, and it's wonderful. And, uh, you know, that that helps in many ways. You know, yeah. enjoy nature, and the dog gets a little uh, exercise, you get a little exercise. So uh, don't hurt yourself uh, overdoing it, but do a little bit, and, and that helps, you know. Uh, but the key is to, to be consistent if, as much as you can. You know, three yeah. times a week, I think the experts say three times a week, 20 minutes uh, each time. Well, that's not really that much. So, um, 
Same thing with the other pillars, you know, the, the mental. How many books are you reading? Well, you're in school, so you're reading a lot more, not necessarily for enjoyment, but yeah. at least you're using that part of the brain. So uh, I read, uh, gosh, I think I average 80 books a year. So, and that's all enjoyment or else I don't do it. But, you know, I don't, yeah. I don't answer to anybody except Deb. <laughs> yeah, I have an I have another tip on that too. Um, I I don't know if it was Jordan Peterson. Uh, there was somebody I was listening to. I'm pretty sure it was Jordan Peterson. They were talking about how sometimes we talk ourselves out of doing the things that are best for us because we think that we are above it. We think, hmm. oh, 20 squats right now. That's nothing. That's just that's not going to help me at all. So they don't even start. And uh, they think if I'm going to work out, I have to go. And this is part of the problem. Jacob and I actually, we, we fall into this category sometimes. If I'm going to work out, I have to go to the gym. I have to have an hour and a half of heavy squats, running, getting a sweat, working a sweat. And, and if you can't make it to the gym that day, then you're just defeated. And it's just a cycle of not believing in yourself. Um, as well as uh, when you tell yourself you're going to do something and then you don't, you basically lied to yourself and you start to believe that you're a liar. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you know, I've lied to myself so many times. I said, I'm going to do this so many times. I can't, I, I can't trust myself to do the things that I want to do. And and I think we always turn back to working out because it's something that either you and I have or have in common, or maybe the military, you know, focuses on because it is really important mm -hmm. um, for your physical health. But I think that, that, that can, that can fall into a lot of categories. Um, I wanted to mention uh, something that I really enjoyed in high school was a TED talk called uh, Because I Said I Would it's by Alex Sheen. And it's about a story of a man whose father passed away. And the last thing that he really remembered of his character was that he always set, did what he said he was going to do. And he was honest about it. He's like, I don't know if, if I can come to your baseball game that day. Um, then, you know, maybe he'd show up, maybe he didn't, but if he said he would, he would, he would show up. So he started to make these little cards that are completely blank, but at the bottom it says dot, 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 or because I was, it doesn't say dot, dot, it says, because I said I would period and, um, very, you know, small lettering, nothing fancy. And what happened was he started to get it, give it out to people and to fulfill just normal, small promises. Um, you know, I'll, I'll help you out move moving because I said I would. And then what you do is you give somebody the card when you promise something to them. And when you fulfill your promise, they'll hand it back to you and you get to keep all the cards that you, that you fulfilled a uh, small idea, but it really took off and it got so big that it started to make some really big differences in people's lives. There's, a, um, some pretty serious ones. Like I, I, I promise to stop abusing heroin because I said I would. And then you give it to an accountability partner, which is really a, a great process, a part of this process. And then they give it back. So part of this, uh, I mentioned trusting yourself, uh, developing trust with yourself so that you can actually achieve the goals that you set out to achieve. And then maybe having an accountability partner to be able to just do the things that you know you should do. <laughs> so. I think that those are really good tips that have helped yeah. me a little bit. And as long as it, I think, at least in my perspective, as long as it drives you forward, you know, mm -hmm. like you say, if it's, if it's always negative, you know, eventually and probably pretty soon you're not going to do it because uh, th this idea that I'm, uh, this thing that I'm trying to pursue is making me feel worse than if I don't, well, then I won't, you know, and that, that's not good. And the other thing I think, and we talked about this uh, before, is that uh, you get overwhelmed. 
mm-hmm. my daughter Tessa just took on a new job. She's back at being a director of a CDC, and uh, she she took over a mess pretty much. And she says that there's so much to do. I don't think I'll ever get it done. And I just uh, today we had a discussion. I told her, well, you know, write it down. Write it all down first of all, because if you try to keep it in your mind, you you won't. There's just uh, too much information in there. Uh, but write it down, and then that that way you can look at it and then prioritize it and do it a little bit. What is uh, the old question about uh, how do you eat an elephant? One bite, One at, a bite at a time. You know, <laughs> and that's how you do it. So uh, you got to be careful because, and again, I think the whole idea, and especially about the, when we talk about developing character, is that it's a, a positive thing, that the path is a good path for you, however that may be. And we all have a different one. You know, we all do things differently. But uh, as long as we get toward going toward the uh, uh, improvement, I think there's value in that. Absolutely. Well, I'll tell you what, let, uh, let, let's keep talking about this. Uh, we're running out of time here. Uh, but uh, oh. keep keep thinking <laughs> about this. And uh, next week, I will measure your effectiveness. Okay. Sounds good. Thanks. Whatever that means. That's what Daniel. I'll have to ask you. That's what Daniel. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for listening. We hope that there was something that you heard in this episode that will help empower you to become a better leader. A leader of character. If you'd like to connect with us, please email us at cloc at leadershipandforesight.org. Until next time, be great. This podcast is powered by the Institute for Leadership and Strategic Foresight.